You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey guys, we hope you've been having a bunch of fun at the Just for Laughs uh, music festival. The Just for Laughs comedy festival is obviously what I meant to say. Um, Listen, we had such a good time uh, talking to uh, Big J Okerson and uh, Jessime Peluso uh, that we wanted to talk to some of the other comedians uh, kind of rounding out the Nasty Show uh, lineup. So we actually... um, Headed to the Nasty Show a couple days ago and got a couple more interviews for you. Uh, we talked to uh, Bonnie McFarlane, Andrew Schultz, and Bobby Lee. And then uh, as we do with those interviews, we've uh, kind of put them all together for you to listen to. Um, so we're going to start things off with uh, Canada's own, although presently living in New Jersey, we won't hold that against her. But Canada's own Bonnie McFarlane. Here she is. All right, so basically, uh, you're here at the Nasty Show, being one of only two women, but also the only Canadian. I'm the only Canadian on the show? As far as I know, yeah. I got a lot lot to live up to. Right, so that's what... Canadians are funnier than everyone on the planet. Typically, yeah, but are they they nastier is kind of my question. (laughs) Um, uh, Yeah, but probably more like uh, subversively nastier. I think so. Like you could be like the Canadian could be like super polite, but then also like be like, oh, I think that person really hates me. Yeah, I, I Canadians can be very passive aggressive. So, one of the things that I was wondering about, though, as a uh, Canadian representation on a nasty show, uh, a lot of the nasty comedians kind of talk about um, sort of like the First Amendment and like freedom of speech and all that stuff, and it doesn't seem like it's as big of a deal in Canada. Right. But, like, how, do you come from that in a different way? Like, is freedom of speech sort of a big deal to you as a Canadian also? Well, I guess right now in the comedy world, because there are even some comedians that are sort of pushing for more censorship, which I think is weird. When they're, <laughs> you're like, this is your business, you know, is, uh, yeah, so I, I guess that's why they're, they're, they're attacking, uh, the people that are attacking. Uh, right, but do you think, like, so in Canada, like I said, we sort of have that, that rep of being polite, right? <laughs> and, but like, is freedom of speech, do you think, maybe as important here as it is in the States? I, I think it is as important here. I think Canadians tend to self-center, self-censor a little bit better. <laughs> so I guess that would be sort of what kind of, what kind of thing do you think like a Canadian would say uh, or would not say where an American would not even like blink an eye at it? Um, well, you know, when I lived in Canada, I never heard any comedians uh, making fun of race. Okay. And when I got to the States, there was a lot, I mean, it was like insane. I mean, they would even just, I wrote about it in my book, but I, you know, I would watch comedians talk about, ask people in the audience, like, what are you? They'd say, what are you? They still do it. They go, what are you? And it's like, that's not how can- Canadians kind of approach things. But, I mean, we don't exactly have the biggest uh, population, I think, of, like, racial diversity. The way it is in the States, anyway. Like, there, is, there are some melting pots, but it's limited to, like, Montreal, Toronto, Vancouver. I don't know. In Edmonton, there's... A Maybe lot. a little. In Montreal, it's... Yeah, in the big cities, for sure. But I feel I, that, like... I think, I think you think it's less, even though it's not. I okay. Think it's because America makes such a big deal about it. Maybe. And, uh... You know, my sister's a school teacher. Well, she's a principal now, and she's the principal in um, in Edmonton. And you know, her school is super diverse. 
Super cool. So uh, do you feel like a, a little bit of pressure, though, to, to bring it as not only one of only two women, but also as the Canadian? Do you want to try to, like, you want to take, like, Bobby Lee or, like, Big J down a peg? I, I do want to take those, everyone else, including Jesse Main, down. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't subscribe to gender lines or... Uh, even being Canadian is not important. It's just me for myself. I gotta be. Fair nice. enough. And that just so the last quick last final question. Um, when we sort of like nasty comedy has kind of evolved in the last like so like 25, 30 years. Like it used to just be you could just get out there and swear a bunch and people would laugh. Um, but now you sort of you'll have someone who could be like a nasty feminist comic or whatever. So do you think that like nasty comedy is like now weirdly more progressive than it used to be? Yeah, it's so funny because I like the word nasty could mean so many different things it's like it could be you know talking graphically about sex or it could be you know saying things that make people feel uncomfortable so I, th I think now you have to actually label the show you know it's sort of a trigger warning you know if you if this is uncomfortable for you maybe this isn't the show you should be coming to see yeah all right so thanks a lot okay. bye bonnie so that was Bonnie. Uh, you can obviously catch her uh, on every remaining night of the Nasty Show. You can also check her out on July 25th at the Jim Jeffries Gala and also uh, at the Mainline Theater. She's going to be recording a uh, live episode of Would You Bang Him? Uh, so yeah, so be sure to check out everything that uh, Bonnie has going on at the festival. Uh, up next is probably, I think, one of uh, Sarah's favorite comedians, uh, Andrew Schultz. Here he is. Because the lighting on me is doesn't matter. The lighting on you is what where, where the money is. Andrew, how you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm pretty good. Uh, so I have a couple of questions, I guess. Uh, mainly about for you, I, I sort of thought about what like have you you know you ever heard of the like the court of social media? Say again. Have you ever heard of the court of social media? Sure. Right. So do you think that you're um, like maybe like sensitive to that since you're you got you basically got huge on YouTube? Right. Right. What's the YouTube comment section and how like terrifying is that? As a, oh. a, as a comedian who like kind of has does the the guy code stuff and whatever, right. you must have some crazy shit in the comment section. No, I mean like what 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 we've done is really just kind of curated an audience. Okay. So like we I do a specific type of comedy and like I'm very unapologetic about that. So yeah. if you come and you watch the video and you don't like it that's on you yeah like I've never lied to you about who I am yeah for sure you know exactly who the fuck I am yeah and then you come listen to my shit so if you complain you fucked up right right like I'm not one of these guys like I'm a nice guy and then you see this like crazy joke of mine they're like how could you mislead me <laughs> you never will be misled with me yeah. so I think what happens is like the people that appreciate that honesty gravitate to it and they enjoy it so that's it. Like, so do you think like if you, I guess if you had like a message or whatever yeah. like I'm I'm a big fan of sort of like the fact that there's comedy for everybody, right? Like, if you want the most like inclusive, safe, non-offensive comedy, there's not comedy. but there's but there are comedians who are like that. I think there are I think there's like that, but it's not comedy. You don't and think comedy doesn't last? You don't think? think about like street jokes, right? You know what a street joke is? Hit me with one. Um, uh, a Jew, a Muslim, and a Catholic walk into a bar, yeah. like these type of things. yeah, yeah. Every one of those jokes is it ends up being about racism, sexism, pedophilia homophobia something murder yeah for sure and if you and if you like if you talk yeah joke about that yeah if you and if you go back and yeah think about those are the jokes that last for thousands of years 100 if you go like to something like even like the marx brothers or whatever like that's not safe comedy like so think about it comedy is a way of dealing with these really traumatic things so that's the comedy that lives 
this type of this type of comedy that's like polite and nice and cute all that is is like reinforcing a feeling that you want to have but you don't really have inside and that comedy dies as soon as that trend and being that way dies but the comedy that talks about the things that we're all afraid of is what lives forever so that's why I say those people aren't doing real comedy that's fair that's fair so like for you like you think that it's like there's a bit of a Almost a, like, obligation for comedians to, like, yeah, push the envelope. No, no, no. Get you do whatever you want with your comedy. I'll never tell you what to do. Or it's an obligation for comedy on the whole. I, I do what I think is right for comedy, right? And I do the type of comedy that I think is necessary, and I put it out there even if it costs me. Even if it means, like, I don't get certain opportunities or, like, I don't get to do a deal with this or this organization going to piss it off. Because I feel like the people at the end of the day are the ones that give you a career and bring you to the top. So none of my comedy is based on getting a deal with Netflix or Comedy Sense or any of that shit. It's just we're talking to your audience, basically. I talk to the people. And then what happened? I started selling out theaters. I started selling more tickets than these guys that have all those deals. There you go, man. If you're, if you're a man of the people, you'll exist for as long as the people are there. If you're a man of the industry, you'll exist until they go, adios. There you go. All right, thanks a lot, Andrew. Have a great show. Kill it. Be good. Thanks a lot. Andrew is also all over the show. You can catch him uh, at the stand-up show with uh, John Dore. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, July 25th to July 27th. Also, you can check him out off JFL. Uh, Andrew Schultz is doing inside jokes and also unsafe sets. So he has two different off JFL shows on July 25th and 27th. That means he's all over the place at the festival. Lots of chances to see him. And uh, like I said, really one of Sarah's uh, favorite performers uh, that was out there at the Nasty Show. And uh, just to close off this episode, uh, we will be talking to the host himself, uh, host of the Nasty Show, Bobby Lee, coming up now. I'm Keith. Hi. How are you? Hi, Keith. Hi. Are your podcast? What's the podcast called? The podcast is called Go Plug Yourself. Oh, fuck yeah, man. Can I swear? Yes. Oh, it's too, too late now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up? Not much. So first of all, I want to congratulate you on having uh, the most ungoogleable name, like, possibly. Why? I looked up when I'm like, I'm just going to Google Bobby Lee News, and apparently a dude broke into a woman's house naked and, like, attacked her. That was a Bobby Lee in Modesto, California. Yeah, that's not me, man. I know. He was, he was taller. You put Bobby Lee in your Google, and it'll come up. Yeah, but I was trying to like be like, oh, what's he been up to lately? Like looking up the news. I know we. I'm gonna do it right now. Yeah, but for the news, the news. You're really pissing me off right now. (laughs) So I'm gonna say, um, Bobby Lee, right? Bobby Lee. Yeah. And I I go search, right? Yeah, but now look up news. Yeah, I know it's you. Oh, news. news. So there, there we go. Oh, that. Heartfelt goodbye. That's it, yeah. Keep going. That's me, that's me. Then this Police guy report July 18th. I think that's the guy yeah, who yeah, like, yeah, broke yeah, into yeah. someone. Yeah, Yeah, that's not. I don't think that's me. It's definitely not you. How's, how are you doing? Good, man. Um, so my question, I guess, or my questions now that we've gotten through your Googling situation, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, basically I have to do with you kind of court a little bit of controversy. Why? On Tiger Belly, a little uh, bit. Uh, a little why? Bit. Why? Well, I'm talking about... Uh, how somehow Margaret Cho got wrapped up in whitewashing of a comic book character. I don't think that's controversy, though. I think, well, that's, I think it's, um, it's an issue that I, I really care about. Yeah. And I know a lot of Asian-American yeah. you know, actors care about mm-hmm. it. And so um, I don't think it was that controversial. I think people I took think it the wrong way. I think, um, what's her name from... Uh, What's her name? Um, Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton. Yeah. I think Tilda Swinton got upset. Yeah. And I, 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 I love her. I, I have no 
I, no, I, I think she's, she's a great the actor, fucking so. bastard, right? <laughs> yeah, but like, but I'm just trying to. I'm, not, I'm saying not necessarily that it's like, oh, it was so controversial. But you're like, is it like easier or harder to be like a nasty comedian when you can just be like, I'm going to talk about whitewashing, and everyone's like, ooh, you know? But the whole thing is, is that the reason why I, I do the podcast in the first place, yeah. is to air whatever grievances yeah, I have, yeah, and I, totally I also fair. don't edit I don't give a fuck what I've done I don't care yeah. how I feel I just do what I do mm-hmm. people react to it the way they do you know how it is you're on yeah, a podcast yeah, exactly. so that's just, it that's it I just I'm myself I, I, I talk about things that I think I, sh- I want to talk about right and that's it that's cool yeah yeah um, the other stuff was like so basically obviously you're here at the nasty show this is why you're hosting this whole thing uh, and I guess you've always been I want to say like a, maybe like fringe ish like because even mad TV was always a little like kind of like, hey, taking people maybe a little out of their comfort zone. Has that always been like an important part of your comedy? Well, I know other Asian comics that are not like that. Most of them aren't like that. Okay. Um, But I don't really look at myself as... I mean, I talk about Asian things, obviously, in my act, but I don't feel like... I identify with... If I run into other Asians, I'm very excited, Okay. but I don't identify solely on that that thing yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like there's funny more things funny, about right? me yeah. that's you know I, I'm a recovering alcoholic um, I, um, I have views that are completely different than other people's so such, such as you want to just drop a bomb just be like well no I mean I, you know I I don't know anything specifically right now but it's <laughs> like um, I just know I do you know okay. I mean, yeah but that's it but so but has like has kind of been being on like the fringe or whatever been important to you or like yeah. or because you, I like if have I, you ever written a joke and been like nah it's too safe and even though it's funny you're like that's not me get out of here no, I, I have stuff that's not safe but I have stuff that's fucked up too okay I told a joke last week that um nobody likes oh. and I'm gonna do it tonight I think nice yeah it's an opener yeah <laughs> open, I'm gonna open with it yeah, <laughs> oh, open with the sketchiest joke yeah, alright gonna... Bobby you gotta yeah, go I'm and talk to everybody have a great one that was, of course, the one, the only, uh, Bobby Lee, also going to be performing at the stand-up show with John Thor, uh, also going to be uh, part of Whiskey Ginger with uh, Andrew Santino, and also going to be on uh, The 500 with uh, Josh Adam Myers. Um, so that's it for our uh, interviews with The Nasty Show. Apparently, the only uh, comedian that we didn't manage to sit down and talk with was uh, comedian CP. That's too bad. Um, and as always, if you enjoy our interviews, uh, we do try to kind of bring uh, something a little bit different to the interview format by doing it through the podcast uh, be sure to check out our regular episodes of Go Plug Yourself they air every two weeks on 9to5.cc usually hosted with uh, Walter J. Ling one of Montreal's own very funny comedians uh, so yeah head to 9to5.cc or just check out look up Go Plug Yourself on uh, on iTunes or Google Play or wherever you get uh, podcasts you should be able to find us that way um, keep enjoying Just for Laughs we'll be around for a little while longer we have a couple more things in store for you guys uh, on the whole just for laughs beat and uh yeah enjoy the festival Thanks again for listening. Go plug yourself. As always, a big thank you to Leland Beckman and Oral Turpitude for providing all of the original music for the show. We mentioned at the beginning of the show that we'd love for you to tell your friends about the show, and honestly, that's all you really need to do. But if you're feeling particularly generous, you can support the show financially and 9to5.cc in general by going to patreon.com slash 9to5cc. You can get early access to every episode of Go Plug Yourself and other perks too. 
Finally, if you or someone you know has a project they'd like to plug on the show, reach out to us and let us know. You can find us on Facebook by searching 9to5cc, and we're 9to5cc on Twitter also. If everything works out, you could be the next person to sit down with Walter and I and talk about horror movies or wrestling. And I mean, also the thing that you're trying to plug. 9to5.cc, podcasts, blogs, and comics, made in Montreal since 2011.